Well, it is a very special edition of NBL now because just a couple of hours ago, the Adelaide 36ers have got their man. In fact, they've had their man for the second half of the season and he's done a wonderful job as the interim coach. And now Scott Ninnis is the full-time coach of the Adelaide 36ers for the next two seasons and he joins us on NBL now. Scotty, congratulations. Thank you. It's nice to not have that little interim tag uh, before my name now, but uh, look, look, it is exciting. I've, you know, the club's message has been pretty clear. We're always going to leave it after the season, and uh, here we are. It's uh, it's nice now we can get on with, uh, you know, putting the team together and start planning for next year. Was there any doubt that it was going to happen? Was Were you always pretty confident that this was going to be the end result, or was there a time there where you were a little uncertain? Oh, look, I don't think you'd ever be 100% confident in these things. So, as I said, the, the messaging between Grant Kelly and myself has been consistent right from the start, and he, he's kept me in the loop with uh, yeah, with everything that's been going in, going on. You know, they're always going to conduct a pretty thorough, um, I, I guess, search. And when you have names like Brian Gorgian and Trevor Gleeson out there, you, you completely understand that. But you know, the messages to me has been, been fairly clear all the way along that uh, the plan was to have me in place next year. Um, obviously, winning a few games along the way sort of helps uh, help to make that happen. And, and we you know, we are disappointed we didn't make the play in. And, and it, you know, there was a glimmer of hope there for a second. But uh, no, look, I, I, I guess I've been quietly confident that uh, we'd be able to get something done. And uh, it's, it's great now that it has. What does it mean for you to get a second chance at the job, particularly with the same club not not often do people get a second chance to coach and very rarely is it a second chance with the same club it's it's astonishing it's it's just one of those you know it feels a little bit like a a fairy tale at the moment I suppose and and for this club that I've had so much history with over you know four decades basically now to to like you said to get a second chance uh it is amazing because it didn't end that well the last time. I still had a year to go my contract and was given my marching orders. And, and obviously, it's a completely different club now as far as you know, ownership and, and personnel. And I, I think being around the club for the last four or five years with Brett Maher, with him and I you know, doing all the community stuff and the school clinics and holiday camps, is there, there's that familiarity is back. And, and, and I think Grant probably saw was you know a, a, a resource in our own backyard and, and yeah, you know, we got it getting involved this year, and ultimately, all I wanted to do was come back and help. And uh, now I'm the head coach. It wasn't wasn't quite the plan, to be fair to say. But look, I, I certainly, you know, I, I don't take it lightly. It's it's a great honour to be involved in this great club. What will be different second time around for you? You're the sort of person that, as you say, you've been around the game forever. You learn from the mistakes as you go. Now that you're getting this second opportunity, what will version two of Scott Ninnis as a coach look like and, and be like? I said in the press conference today that I'd like to think I'm older and more mature now, but my wife would disagree with the second part of that uh, that stage. But I, look, I think I certainly have matured as a coach. I, you know, I've got some. You know, it's going to be nice to have more time to get this group right from the start of pre-season and, and expand on some of the, I, I guess, philosophies. You know, both ends of the court that we we stuck, tried to bring in as much as we could this year. But I, I think, from a personal point of view, I, I'm. I'm not as phased by things now. Like this is a second chance that I didn't ultimately go searching for, and I've made a real commitment to myself, I suppose, just to just to enjoy the journey. And and I really have. And and you know those competitive uh, 
juices never quite go away and 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 to do it at home and and i guess the last three and a half months has been pretty much an on the spot audition, you know, like in front of nine and a half thousand people every week, and I and I have, I've loved every second of it. I think I've got a a calmness to to myself and my life now, which probably isn't always evident when I'm race running up and down the sidelines. But not 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 a lot phases me now, um, you know. Like I'm thankful for the second chance. I'm I'm, I'm so blessed that it's at home uh, in front of friends and family, and uh, you know, we'll we'll make it work. Can you feel the momentum behind you from the players, from the state of South Australia, from other coaches in the league? Scott Roth said some really nice things about you a couple of weeks ago, as have others. Is that? Can you kind of sense that there was momentum building, particularly at the back half of this season? I, absolutely. I, I think the support that we've we've had, and you only have to see, you know, sell out those last eight games. But the, you know, people, yeah, you know, people just come out during the street i mean there's 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 an unbelievable buzz around adelaide at the moment with the 36ers and that's and 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 that's you know that's without even having a winning record i i think it's it's just it's just incredible we've always had great support here with the 36ers yeah we've always had you know great numbers coming out to games but there there is a different feel for it at the moment and you know the support that i've had has been oh, i i i can't even describe it it's just been just been enormous and like you said when you've got you know players and coaches from around the league you know messaging you and, and sending you nice messages it's uh it's it's very humbling um i'm not always you know some people say i'm not normally a humble person but it it is it's it's been it's been unbelievable the support I watched the press conference live this morning on the stream. Uh, it it felt like priority number one for you is going to be Isaac Humphreys. Is that fair? Oh, very much so. I've made no secret of that. Um, you know what what he accomplished this year, I, I thought was enormous. Uh, he's he's just a joy to coach. He's just a pleasure. He, he he's no no issue whatsoever. And and I you know I might be slightly biased, but I I felt he was the best big man in the competition this year. So. I made him a priority when I started coaching. You know, we, we made a much more of an interior focus and getting the ball to him early on. And, and I think that in no small way, you know, led to our turnaround in the, in the season. So, yeah, he's he's absolutely num- number one. Uh, you know, if we could lock in him to go along with, uh, you know, Vasilovic and we've already got Cadiz, Sunday Detch and Nick Marshall, Nick Marshall there, it, it gives us a pretty good starting point. So, uh Yes, I, I've I've already messaged uh, Isaac a couple of times, and uh, hopefully we can get a deal done sooner rather than later. Were you surprised that he wasn't crowned on awards night with a, a first to? I was pissed team? off, is what I was. I, I thought it was. Uh, I thought with the season he had, the you know, other people must have been watching a different game. I, I thought he should have been first team All Star five once again. I, I you know, I've got my thirty six cap on there, but you know, I guess when you get to see him day in day out, but. To not make the second team, I, I thought was, um, you know, I thought it was atrocious. I think that that's, uh, uh, you know, once again, people must be watching a different game to what I was watching. So now that you're in the job, the next port of call, obviously with Isaac, and then beyond that will be free agency. What, have you have you got any idea of of what you're looking for? Whether that's returning players or the type of players that that you want in this team. Yeah, well, I think the first things first. I mean, remember this is this has only happened today, so I haven't even. Uh, I had a quick lunch with the owner and the CEO, but we haven't sat down to talk about much moving forward. I, I've certainly got in my own head, you know, some of the areas we we need to improve on. But uh, 
Oh, first things first is to look at the players that we want to retain. And we've had some guys like Kyron Galloway who, you know, had a breakout season this year. And, and you know, Trey Curl was, was, you know, great as a import when we shifted him to the point guard. So, you know, the first thing we do is we, we look at all the current players. We have our exit meetings with them. And then we decide who we want to keep and, and who we want to, uh, yeah, who's not going to be here. And we know whether you win a championship or not, the same team never comes back. So there will be changes. Um, I've been very, my messaging has been very, very clear. As as a club, you know, we can't keep bringing in seven or eight new players every year. You know, we need stability here. And I think me getting a two-year deal brings brings that straight away. Vasilovic has, has shown a commitment to the to the club in signing for three years. So, um, we, we, you know, I, I would like to keep, you know, a core group together and just tinker where we need to tinker. Um, you know, this year we, we only went with two imports. Uh, you know, do we go with three imports or do we put some of that money into, you know, top-level Australian talent? Uh, those are conversations uh, for tomorrow, but uh, we'll get onto that very quickly. Hey, before I let you go, Scotty, it'd be crazy not to kind of ask you how you think the the playoffs and the play-in are going to pan out. You've coached against all these teams in the second half of the season. Any idea who wins this thing? Oh, look, it's hard to go past Melbourne United with the the talent they've got, but uh, I I, I like Tasmania. I just think they, uh, you know, and and Scott Roth's throwing me a bit of love and I've thrown him a bit of love. I think they're, they're just such a difficult team to play against if you're not uh, you're not the top of your game. They're so disciplined at both ends of the court, and uh, they're fairly rabid down there as well in front of a home crowd. So they're 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 well, they're probably not smoky. They finished third, but uh, it's going to be hard to go past Melbourne. But I'd, I'd I'd love to see a team like Tasmania win it. Well, this is a win for the good guys, Scotty. There was a lot of people behind you and hoping that you would get this job. You now have the job. It's yours, and it's yours to create success with. So congratulations and thanks for joining us. Oh, that's much uh, much appreciated. Thank you very much. Scott Ninnis joining us on a special edition of NBL Now.